Right, hello, and welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots podcast. I'm Rob. Do, 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 do. I'm Jen. <laughs> welcome, wet and wild friends, to the Wacky Races! <laughs> oh, I can't... I used to be able to do a monthly laugh. I can't anymore. Do, do, my throat's do, just too dry today. Do, 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 do. I mean, we end up there, but we're starting at the Wacky Races. Yes. I, yes. We start at the Wacky Races. Uh, I, I will just say, in, in summary, I spent way too much of this episode, uh, fighting any kind of desire to make any jokes about Q and or, uh, private islands. So, oh basically, in summary, I hate living in the year 2022. This is the worst <laughs> timeline. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is Big Game, uh, released November 1st, 2014, uh, written by frequent rescue, rescue boss writer Greg Johnson. Also wrote several Beast Wars episodes. Uh, we last saw him writing the, uh, the big finale, or, yes, the finale, uh, Rise of the Heroes. Ooh. But he will go on to write many more episodes and will and has written this one as well. So he's, I think he's one of like main writing group. This is the second episode of uh, season three, the 54th episode overall, uh, which means that we're now about halfway through Rescue Bots in its entirety. Ooh. Yay! It ran quite long. Wow, that's a lot of, that's a lot of Rescue Bots. It ran there's more, a, epi- it, there's a lot of Rescue Bots. It ran longer than Generation One. But yeah. it, it is still shocking, but it kind of makes sense that this is the longest Transformer series. Mm. I am a little surprised and a little curious that uh, Rescue Bots is not in rotation on the Pluto Transformers channel. That is surprising. Um, and I don't know that they have it on any of, like, they just have it on one of the younger kids skewed channels. I don't, like, I mm. should probably dig around and see if that's the case, but I don't think it is. Because, uh, yeah, Pluto's just got uh, Cyberverse uh, R.I.D. 2015, which is, man, I like that show. I'm, I'm really enjoying that show. And uh, uh, animated on rotation with uh, Unicron Trilogy on the weekends. Ooh. So, <laughs> kicker, kicker, our planet's kicker. And did, did you say they had Beast Machines at some point? They have beast machines in the ads, like the hmm. the bumpers that are like you're watching this channel, uh, and they have beast machines in that. But I have, and they have Prime in that. But I've yet to actually see any beast machines or Prime. Oh, yeah, they're rotating but, stuff in and out. Yeah, they're kind of mixing stuff up. So I'm I'm surprised that they do not have rescue bots. I'm curious if that's because they are showing it on some other, like younger aimed channel. But I I haven't looked into that yet. So everybody, take a drink. It is time for another giant Optimus Prime speech. This this is a heck of a speech in context. Yes, because what <laughs> yeah. they're actually going to do is just uh, the traditional way of deciding whether a guy's Optimus Prime or not. They're going to have a race. Yes, but he's <laughs> yeah. like, how we're going to meet in the field of battle or something. And it's like, okay, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, it, it, it's a nice funny gag that, that it's a pre-war speech that would fit in Transformers Prime. Yes, we've, but it's in Rescue Bots prepping a, for a relay race. Yes. Well, no, a regular race. Foot race. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, he needs to calm down. <laughs> so, right out the gate, this this thing uh, becomes, as David said, wacky races because Frankie comes in uh, riding robotic dinosaur treks. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Frankie here is the Dick Dastardly. Yes. yes. So, uh, so, so they pursue. Uh, Optimus Prime goes into primal mode, which is what he's calling his Tyrannosaurus which- mode. I guess that's He's a weird name, but mm. I guess that's more fair than having like he's still running because the thing is everyone else is using their robot modes. Yes, but yeah. dinosaur mode is at least still running. It's not 
being a car. So, okay, that's fair. No. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the uh, boulder is, uh, of course, quoting from uh, The Little, Little Engine That Could, which Prime is familiar with. And said so it is one of his favorite Earth tales. Aww. <laughs> that's funny. Which just makes me think, like, Optimus Prime must have read this book to some child somewhere. Which, which child? Uh, maybe one of Raph's younger siblings at some point. Maybe Ori tried to read it to Miko and she just disappeared <laughs> midway through. But he kept going. An attempt was made. And then, of course, but of course, Boulder sees himself as the tortoise in the tortoise and the hare, to which uh, Heatwave replies that, you know, uh, to for you to actually be the tortoise, the hare has to be goofing around whilst he's running backwards and probably trips over a rock. <laughs> oh, Heatwave. Yeah, it's funny that that's Heatwave initiated and not Cade initiated. Yes. Yes, because all the humans are riding in their little passenger compartments in each of their robot buddies. Well, well, we've got to keep our Cade powder dry until next episode. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, but yes, notably also uh, Cody is riding shotgun with Optimus. Yes, and unfortunately, Prime, uh, he, sort of, he sort of cut, you know, they have that little screen inside where you get the, the robot's head floating in the endless void to talk to them, and he, uh, Prime's sort of cutting out being replaced with a dinosaur head. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no! What? He, he's had, uh, um, uh, oh, system break thing? No. System interruption from, he's being Max Headroom. <laughs> oh, no! Whatever that was called. Uh, was a blip vert? Oh, no. No, there, there was some weird, creepy term like for that. Oh, the the signal interruption? Yeah, but there, there was another, like... It sounded like a creepy government thing. Oh, I forget what like I heard. Signal hijack? Yeah, that, um, this goes out to all the, uh, the greatest world newspaper nerds. <laughs> oh... Good old Max Headroom. Good old Matt Frewer. And then, and then somebody starts hitting uh, Prime in the tail with a fly swatter. <laughs> we need to do that Generation X movie one of these days. You mean, uh, they, they did. It was on Fox in like the mid-90s. I think it had like a uh, some white girl playing Jubilee. And, well, uh, yes, we need to do it, though. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> it had Matt Frewer in it. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought I thought you were talking about some sort. Of, I thought you were talking about the novel Generation X. No, no, which I, no. I assumed had some sort of reference to that, but no. Okay, all right, because Matt Frewer is in that, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. He's he's Max Headroom and other character that I can't remember. I'm on my Matt Frewer nonsense again. Had an incident of hitting his head on a sign about how high you can go through a door, and somehow that became accident. It, yes. it was a weird show. It is. Oh, broadcast signal intrusion, I think, uh. was the term I was looking for. Which, which sounds more ominous than it actually is. I should see if that show is available anywhere. I want to watch some original Max Headroom. Mm. So, Probably. So, so anyway, of course. Well, uh, no, aren't they making a new one? They are, yes. with Fruit, apparently. Yes. With Fruit. I mean, they could just okay. So is he gonna make him CG at this vo- point? Yeah, make him make him a VTuber because he already was, but just have it CG. That was just the thing is that they couldn't actually do convincingly convincing enough CG, so they just had to give him weird rubbery prosthetics and mm-hmm. do it that way. But now you could actually have the CG head. Anyway, this episode, which does yeah, not so have Matt Frewer in it, sadly no. So private. Prime obviously immediately goes off the course as he is full feral, and he does catch the attention of uh, intrepid reporter Huxley Prescott. Oh no! Huxley's back. Wow, it's been a while since we've seen him. Well, I guess since I- last season. So we've done an entire episode of ro- or entire season of Robots in Disguise. And, well, yeah, and a half. I, it feels like we didn't see him until in, like in the mid of last yeah. season. I just want to say that uh, until today when he was adopted, uh, I had a, a my favorite foster Bucky. I would occasionally call him Buxley Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a cute name for a cutie. 
By Buxley. Anyway, yes, Huxley is on the prowl yes. for news. So if he's reporting on this dino robot rampage, we get a, a Jurassic Park reference with somebody noting ripples in their coffee cup before Prime uh, gets there. <laughs> yeah. Good old ripples in, in a liquid. And uh, apparently Huxley Prescott is getting like a, a worldwide audience? Yeah. Question mark? Maybe uh. he's... Tapped into YouTube at this point. I don't know, or maybe. Yeah, I mean, is Huxley Press? Is he on like Twitch? Is that what Twitch is? <gasps> he could. He could totally be I on would Twitch. Think so, but possibly. He could totally be streaming mm-hmm. himself on Twitch. Or, or was Twitch even around when this started? Yeah, I guess probably. Or could he be a VTuber? No, because part of being well, a VTuber no, is you have like face. a yeah, you have like a puppet thing. Okay. Yeah, as, as it like um. VTubers are mup are digital Muppets, basically. Anyway, well, yeah. Uh, anyway, where were so we? So yeah, he is them through town. Well, and his signal is picked up by a crime. mysterious man, a mysterious man with the dulcet tones of Jim Cummings, <laughs> just ah. doing his stock Jim Cummings Australian accent. Oh, yeah, Twitch is 11 years old. Yeah, he couldn't be on Twitch. That's so weird. Which is funny, because Jim Cummings spent, like, 30 years not being on Transformers, and then we covered both uh, his recent-ish roles on Transformers almost right in a row. Yes. Yeah. Suddenly, he's on Transformers a whole bunch. He was in, like, a couple episodes of G1, and then he wasn't on it for decades, and suddenly he's all over the place. Yeah. But he was busy being everywhere else. It's true. My uh, my nephew's been watching a lot of that old uh, Winnie the Pooh cartoon. He was busy being in Skyrim. <laughs> oh, oh man, I want to play some Skyrim. Oh, there's new games. There's there's um, Live Alive, which I'm thinking about maybe getting tomorrow. No, is- no new games, only Skyrim. But it's it's Octopath Traveler like. But Skyrim. I think it uses the same engine. It's just, it's an old game that has been massively re-updated. And I'll note that this guy isn't entirely stock Jim Cummings because he's Australian Jim Cummings. Yes, I mean, he's... Yeah, the, the Australian kind of comes and goes. He's, he's got that... We determined that he did Monterey Jack at some point, right? Oh, yes, that's right, it's, yes. it's absolutely his Monterey Jack voice. Yeah. And uh, as, we'll, as we'll soon find out, he's the implausibly named Colonel Quint Quarry. Yes. And he does have a belt buckle shaped like a Q. <laughs> Again, like <laughs> I said, I I really wish that I did not live in the timeline where this makes me think of horrible online conspiracy theories. And uh actually this what his his accent can best be described as so when they were making the original Jurassic Park action figures, they were like <laughs> four years. So they made the first figures, like with guys in the movie. And then The Lost World didn't come out until like four years later. Mm-hmm. So they made up a bunch of characters who weren't in anything. Yeah. And made action figures. I remember this. Uh, the, those figures included Sergeant T-Rex Turner, Harpoon Harrison, and uh, <laughs> Jaws Jackson, who fought the evil raiders Skinner and Dr. Snare. <laughs> okay. Uh, toy line. This guy absolutely looks like he would be named Dr. Snare. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as we, as we see his, uh, and I, I didn't see this called out on the wiki at all, and I especially, maybe I just need to, uh, skim it a little more, but, uh, and I especially think about this when you mentioned that the writer did some episodes of Beast Wars, because some of the photos that he has in the background. Now, I couldn't make them out super well because the YouTube uploads of this episode are are at cursed sub 1080p resolution. Uh, um, but the trophy photos he had in the background, one of them absolutely had a cheetah in a cage. And ooh. I'm pretty sure the other one had him with a gorilla in a cage. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max. a better way to... To describe, he he looks like Q look Quarry looks like a mirror universe Freddy Jones, especially since he loves traps. Oh, that Freddy! Yes, I can see that. Yes, that Freddy Jones. He has a scarf instead of an ascot. 
Okay, he's very interested, and it turns out he must not be that far away from Griffin Rock, which is going to raise some questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he he owns a tropical island near the coast of Maine. Yes. <laughs> because uh, pretty soon a strange aircraft drops in and, uh, and abducts Optimus, UFO style. Yes, and a CGI boulder tries to stop him. Yes. Which is like a couple points of this episode, boulder is just CG. Like not mm. the normal sort of flash, oh, I forget what it was called, but it's flash animated like, but this was CG, and it's like, oh, I forgot they did that sometimes. Like cell shaded. Yeah. Well, no, no, the, um, because the show is, oh, what is it? Ah, the the system they use that is like Flash, but it's more advanced. Oh, um, I don't know. We we figured it out seasons ago. I don't remember. It's a uh, DHX Media. Oh, that's why I couldn't remember because it's so boring. I don't think Flash just sounds fun. Yes. Anyway, so the uh, so we cut now to Quarry Safari Land. Which was apparently shut down by the authorities because they would no longer allow Quarry to have real animals. I mean, fair. No, I, I thought it was because he had endangered animals. Now I'm just having flashbacks to that guy in Zanesville, Ohio, who, like, had all the exotic animals and let them all free and then killed himself and, like, Jack Hanna had to get involved. Oh, that's right. That was oh. sad. Oh, and weird. and then they, they had to pass. They had, well, they didn't have to, but they chose to pass a bunch of like exotic pet laws, and then Raksha left the state. The end. Oh, I think they had to kill most of those animals too. It was really sad. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was it was weird messed animals up. Run wild. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, there were just tigers running around in people's backyards. Yes. Like zebras running alongside the highway, it was it was a lot. However, we oh. we do know that that's not what happened here because our good friend Mister Quarry did not kill himself. No, and also he ha- he does have this private island which is totally shaped like a giant cube. It yeah, is. which I, did, I didn't notice at first, but it's like, oh yeah, it's a cube. My first thought is, wait, this reminds me of like one of the Cobra Islands from the old GI Joe cartoon. <laughs> Yeah. Like there, there was one that was shaped like a crescent, I remember, but yeah, it's got a little slash in the middle. It's like, oh, it's a Q. <laughs> but of course, they, they note here that he never actually killed the animals, because this is yes, a show is. for small children. Yes, yes but, but he was importing lots of random, rare, exotic animals and bringing people in to, quote-unquote, hunt them. They just had to get Jack Hanna to come and kill them for him. <laughs> Jack Hanna was very upset about that whole thing. And uh, I'm not exactly sure how he's making money off this, or... Well, I assume he was probably having, like, selling access. I guess. People people pay to come in and hunt the most dangerous game that he can afford that isn't humans. (laughs) But then also the island is covered with, like, bizarre traps with freeze rays and stuff? Well, because they're not killing them, they have to trap them somehow. Yes. Although freeze, this, rays, freeze rays would probably kill a lot of animals. Yes, and then I guess this is an advertisement for him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems, well, because he was shut down for the animals, so now he's got a robot animal that he's going to show off him hunting it and use that as a promo video for a new entrepreneurial thing of hunt mechanical animals. Come play um, so Horizon. Is that the, well, is Horizon the video game where you hunt giant T-Rex robots? I think so. I was thinking it's like uh, it's like Jurassic Park meets Westworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, presumably you come and you hunt them, and it's exciting, and you have too much money, and you should be paying more in taxes. <laughs> oh, I never watched that Westworld show. Did they have dinosaurs? They should have had dinosaurs. No, although it was based on a Michael Crichton book or a Michael uh, Crichton script. The mo- oh, uh, the series, not the movie. Michael <laughs> Crichton. Well, no, Michael Crichton did write the movie. I think he directed the movie. Yeah, I'm talking about the recent TV series based upon... Yeah, that also does not have dinosaurs. Not the Yule Brenner one. Either it, of It Yule does Brenner have robot ones. animals, though. Huh? It does have robot animals, though. Oh, okay. But no dinosaurs. 
But you want dinosaurs. He was saving those. <laughs> for a different story. Anyway, so the, uh, the, the, the rescue bots have pretty quickly figured out what exactly is going on. And so, you know, they, uh, thanks to Danny, even though this would normally be Graham's job, I guess Graham's voice actor, uh, not in town that week. <laughs> oh, maybe. Because I don't think he has any lines, and she specifically knows that this what? would usually be Graham's job. Yeah, but no, he's later in the episode with with all the dino stuff. He's he, in the episode. I'm not sure if he has any lines, though. I think he does. Oh. Because he, cause he, like, points out that they left now the thingy on the we pedestal. have to rewatch it. I think. Pretty sure it has lines. Anyway, they figured out that this is Quarry. Uh, you know, guy who runs Illegal Safari, so they are... So, uh... So Boulder and Doc Green and Frankie are going to try and figure out uh, how to uh, how to stop Prime's uh, mental dinosaur degradation. Hmm. But yes, he's they their theory is that basically uh, Optimus Prime is tired, and it makes it harder for him to fight against going bonkers and eating people, which, I mean, relatable. And it, going Dinobot feral because of Dino DNA. Dino DNA. <laughs> which, apparently, yeah, uh, when he scanned Trex, Trex was constructed with dinosaur DNA, question mark? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I realize that at this point they have encountered actual dinosaurs, but... Uh, that was pretty early on that they yeah, built Trex. I, I almost feel like this came up before when Trex originally showed up. Like, did Diana DNA was involved in him somehow? I guess they cloned the skin that's on him, which has been slowly deteriorating and falling off over these seasons. Where he's, he's like did a dinosaur terminator. Dino Ooh. DNA. Well, millions of years ago. <laughs> there were mosquitoes that sucked the blood of animals like dinosaurs. I guess they that's became preserved in amber. Possibly where they got the dino DNA. Oh, uh, anyway, and and when Corey is putting Prime away, he calls him the Dinobot. Yes, which seems amusing, and he has like little floating tiki head robots, which are uh, cute drones. Cute, yes. but they, they they got like tiki or some kind of mask. I, I do love this guy's Johnny Quest villain aesthetics. <laughs> yes, yeah. he is committed. He is absolutely on board with this, like... I mean, it's kind of a Craven the Hunt. It's like Craven the Hunter meets uh, Alan Grant from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Or um, Alan Quartermain. Yeah. And this guy is definitely about to get punched in the face by Race Bannon. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, that reminds me. I don't think I've watched my latest season of um, Adventure Brothers. Oh. And uh, the last two. Yeah. Shit. And, of course, um, there is a slight problem. Because even though this guy is a the, the great white hunter, there are multiple times in which a giant robot dinosaur sneaks up on him. <laughs> yes. I mean... Which, again, I think that's the gag. Maybe he's sneaky. Sneaky berserker Optimus Prime. It's so weird to have Berserker Optimus Prime. It's not what it's, he's supposed to be doing. It's happened before. I mean, listen, he's not even going to ask you for your face this time. He's just going to eat it. Usually because of a rage virus or something. Other, yeah. Although he didn't get the rage virus. He, he was coated in uh, that uh, white metal. I oh, suppose mm. we did have the development of having... Uh, innocent baby Optimus Prime when he got, like, lost his memory all the way back to being Orion Pax in Prime, so. This is true. It's not like aligned universe Optimus has never been vulnerable in some way, but it's no. it's weird. Hmm. He's got to give the heroic speeches. He can't do that when he's just roaring. What's a heroic speech to Dinobots? I guess. It's one big T-Rex roar. Oh, and of course, it's uh, this is also around the point that uh, Cody, like, escapes from Prime and sort of tries to distract 
Quarry by saying that his father's the police chief of Griffin Rock and he's under arrest. <laughs> I am so accustomed to dealing with Denny and Russell that I was like, that's not even a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's perfectly normal. Where's this kid's disguise? <laughs> Where's I mean, his fake mustache? He's out of his jurisdiction, but like he he's in the right. Yeah, yeah, he's that's not even a lie. <laughs> so, so meanwhile, the uh, the rescue team is headed to uh, the island uh, on uh, on Doc Green's Sea Lab. I guess they don't have a smaller boat anymore. Sea I mean, it, if you're looking well, for me. You better check under the sea. They have heat wave, but I don't think you get more than one guy on heat wave. So they got to use the barge. Yeah. And uh, and unfortunately, the other guy who was going to uh, drive the boat is uh, stuck under a soda machine. <laughs> Oops. Guy really needed his mingus too. <laughs> anyway, so so Boulder, so they have come up with a a patch, an energon patch. That is presumably going to solve this whole dinosaur issue. And yep. so Boulder has determined that they, they need a test subject. And so he is going to scan one of these dinosaurs, turn himself into a dinosaur, and they will then test it on him. Yes, they're going to use this patch to give him the energy that he needs to fight against being... To, to fight against the influence of the dino DNA. So this is uh, basically just, it's like when I would be cranky at Starbucks and I would just have an espresso shot and feel much better. So, again, very relatable. But it, it does set up the precedent that apparently every dinosaur on Griffin Rock, every dinosaur statue has dinosaur DNA in it. Not, yes. I mean, I guess if there was like, a statue just like out in a square somewhere, but no, all of the dinosaurs on display are actually robots with dino DNA. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm a little unclear also why they have so much dino DNA. Where did they get all of this dino DNA from? These are all excellent questions. What are they doing? Oh man, maybe Dr. Morocco went back in time to dinosaur times and got a bunch of samples, and this is just like his old samples. <laughs> That's my headcanon. It's my and no now, prize. Now I remember that C Lab twenty twenty one came up on a previous episode like a year ago and I never did buy it in twenty twenty one. Now it's too late. Now you can never watch it. <laughs> no, I have to Well, I, it would have been more appropriate last year, but so the the rest of the rescue team gets to the island. Uh, Blades is immediately trapped. Well, yeah, because you have to ground him, or this episode is a lot easier to solve. Well, and also it's it's hilarious because it's Blades. Yes, because after he escapes, that he almost immediately gets trapped again. <laughs> yeah, repeatedly. <laughs> he can't help it. He's a poor, helpless child. I think he gets trapped three times in this episode. Yes, although I think the rest of them get trapped the third time. Well, yes. Also, briefly revisiting uh, Boulder's dinosaur mode, is this the first time we've had a Transformers Triceratops that has drills for horns? I believe so, yes. Because he doesn't need to turn into a Triceratops. Because that seems like a fairly like obvious robot dino thing, but well, I don't think they've ever done it before. Well, because most of the time it's just slug. Who's right. The, I mean, the there's Triceratops. I guess Kakuryu only had a Triceratops outer shell, and that wouldn't have happened. There, there was a mini con, but he's a mini con, so you're not going to stick drills on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's innovative. Yes. And the last Triceratops we had was just a gun. Yes. yes. I, I do. I do like how construction so themed he still is, despite being a Triceratops. Yes. Yeah, his feet are scoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's neat. It's a good design. Very, hmm. uh, very creative. Hmm. So yeah, they uh, so it, the patch does indeed work, and so now he's headed to uh, to the island to to help things out. Although there is a brief bit where they can't get to him with the uh, the patch because they left it on the other side of the room. 
Yes. <laughs> Why did they leave it over there? I left it on a little, little plinth right next to the containment section. Right next uh, to the big, scary new robot dinosaur. Good job, guys. Good job. A+. plus. Oh, hey, the, the toy of this version of Boulder was later redecoed as Slug. Uh-huh. Of course. Uh-huh. So he does eventually... So uh, Corey does uh, indeed outfox the rescue bots and does catch the three of them in a in a big net cage. She and says not have, even the Titan gorillas, Titan gorillas of the Congo could break out of. Yes. I'm like, that's not... I don't think that's a real thing. Is that well, like a reference to Titano or something from DC Comics? Well, see, they were a thing, but then he hunted them to extinction. Oh, okay. It's a jerk. Cute guy. You may notice a certain parallel with another character from Transformers lore. Yes. Well, yeah. He's not hunting Soviet jets, though. (laughs) No, but... um, To put on his wall. Let's just say stay tuned. Oh, man. I will. I will. Oh, I forgot that Titano had laser eyes. <laughs> DC Comics is so weird. I thought briefly that it might just be a reference to the uh, also Michael Crichton story, Congo. Uh, but then I remembered that it's just uh, that gorillas are mostly in the Congo. Yes. The, the primary territory that they are in is the Congo. So that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, it's a Although, reference to that. Although, would this be a better episode if it ended with, like, Danny shooting uh, gorillas with a laser inside an erupting volcano? No. It should end with the dinosaurs having evolved into being harmless and everything <laughs> is fine. That's it. It's over. I hate that. I hate that. Episode. It'd be better if it had Bruce Campbell in it, but otherwise, no. Everything is better with Bruce Campbell, no. including the MCU now. Yeah, that, that, that's acclaimed actress Laura Linney shooting those gorillas with a laser at the end of Congo, everybody. <laughs> I only ever saw Congo because at one point in, like, the late 90s, our cable box malfunctioned and we were getting one pay-per-view channel for free. <laughs> and be- But before that, it was showing, like, my father had noticed it, like, the month before, but it was showing something like Rob Roy or something, so he didn't bring it up. (laughs) And then it was showing Congo, so he figured that, you know, we might like to know. I mean, number of gorillas in Rob Roy? Zero. Number of gorillas in Congo? Many. Yes. (laughs) Number of Joe Don Bakers in Rob Roy? Zero. Number of Joe Don Bakers in Congo? One. Yes. It's 100% more. Rob Num- Roy is not a good gorilla. No. <laughs> That's right. It's got talking gorillas. You've got Ernie Hudson doing a terrible accent. You've got <laughs> Tim, Tim Curry, Curry doing a, doing a accent. worse accent. <laughs> I don't know about that. Amazing the, accent. It's a toss-up. Ah, yes. I am a Romanian billionaire. <laughs> I mean, it, it starts more ridiculous, but I think Ernie Hudson just, like, ramps up his game at some point. <laughs> That was definitely the point of Tim Curry's career, where he had just given up giving a fuck and was just enjoying himself. He was just having the time of his life on every job. So Tim Curry's entire career? I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you you go back far, it's like, wait, where was he not having fun? In It? In Clue? Where, Where was he taking things seriously? In Rocky Horror Picture Show? I mean, oh, man. maybe his early career. <laughs> he was like just on TV or something. Wait, did he? Where the hell did he, did he start in British TV? I can't remember. I have Probably. to assume. I, th- I think every British actor has to start in the TV minds. Hmm. Yes. Anyway, where the hell are we? <laughs> Somewhere Congo. on the island. Yes. They're in a cage that not even the Titan gorillas of the Congo yes. could break out of. Yeah, despite all their rage, they're just a bunch of uh, bots in a cage. Yes. So, so Boulder does finally get there. He gets uh, Prime out of, uh, out of out of this containment field, and uh, he they slap the patch on him. He comes back to his senses. 
And then Corey decided he's just going to cut his losses and he's going to take off with the rescue with the rescue bots he has. Uh, but then it is time for a dinosaur attack. Several rescue bots in the hand are worth two in the bush. Yes, and of course, um, Chase also uses one of those like ener- energon weapons because yes. we don't just have to sell the dinosaur toys on this episode. Yep, we yeah. are still, it may be a whole new season, but we are still going to power up and energize. That's right. He gets the clamp and he says he bets the Titan Gorillas of the Congo didn't have one of these. <laughs> so, buy me. Buy so, my so, toy. So they break loose, his uh, his aircraft gets trashed, and he gets arrested. I know, he's, uh, he's, he's trying to bargain his way out of it until he notices that one of his Q drones... Uh, still function, so he's, uh, you know, never, never mind, forget it. And he does indeed escape. And it's very, like, he'll be back. Yes. Like, it would have been weird if he never came back after how certain they were that he would come back. I mean, that has happened before. Yes. On I've... many shows all the time, but it's definitely, they want you to know that this guy's gonna be back. I believe he comes back twice. Huh. Is it the same season, or is it a later uh, see, season? It looks like it is... Uh, it is in, in about ten episodes, he's going to come back. Okay. And so, yeah, he, they they knew he was coming back. And then he's coming back in the third one that is... Uh, he's going to come back in the fourth season as well. Okay. Hmm. But still, and, uh, they probably had the third season planned out well enough that when they wrote this ending, they already knew they wanted to have him show up at least one more time in the season. Yes. And uh, it's around this point that uh, Cade refers to uh, uh, to him as a hornatop thing. Yeah, how does Cade yeah. not know his dinosaurs so badly? Like, Cade what, is actually what? pretty dumb. What's wrong with him? I guess that is that he's kind of dumb. I guess he wasn't a dinosaur kid, maybe? Yeah, clearly not. Everyone was a dinosaur kid. You would think. Everyone we know, anyway. Fool. You fool. And also, Danny's questioning whether whether Blades would ever become a dinosaur, and he says, absolutely not. If he ever gets a third vote, it's going to be something safe like a moped. Yes. Aw, oh, Blades. He's such a good boy. I assume he does ultimately get a dinosaur mode, because I assume everyone does. I think they all Probably. do, yes. And so, yeah, that is a big game. This was a, this was a fun episode. I, I enjoyed the Jurassic Park stuff and Quint Quarry. Yeah, I, I always enjoy some fun adventure stuff. There was some fun, like background music where it was like rescue bots music but had kind of a jungle vibe going uh so yeah apart from like i said making me think about horrible conspiracy theories and private islands uh and just despair of living in the modern day (laughs) other than that it was a very fun episode Hmm. yeah it was good i mean we've kind of skipped over the part where the little Q drones were picking up the Autobots and force fields that made me just think of the evasion of the Astro Monsters. Is that a kaiju movie? Yes, a, a Godzilla movie. Where Godzilla and Rodan are picked up in a giant force field and carried to Planet X so they can fight Monster Zero, a.k.a. Ghidra. But yeah, there's a fun little, lots of little gags and stuff and dinosaurs. Crazy Island. Which is just Jurassic Park. Yes. After dark. And yeah, apparently Tim Curry was in a lot of British TV shows, including one about William Shakespeare, where he was William Shakespeare. I see. <laughs> that sounds mm-hmm. delightful. Yes. The world's hammiest William Shakespeare. I, I can only imagine. It, 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 it seems like perfect casting. But yeah, that was good. All right, so I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yes, oh, are we running long again? Of course we probably are. Oh, no, not really. We're always running long. I know. We don't believe in not running long. Fun, but some of our episodes recently have been really, really long. 
running towards an hour for regular stuff, not Patreon episodes. Go to the Patreon and, and our Discord or whatever. We'll get to that later. Anyway, uh, this week on Go Say Sentai, Die Ranger touching You'll Cry 2. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, okay. sometimes trans- direct translations of titles don't translate so well. Don't touch me. I would suggest, yeah, I would suggest no touching You'll Cry 2, but. Anyway. Don't touch me. Anyway, uh, da, 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 back da, da, to da. where we were approaching Ko's birthday, where he's going to turn into a Gorma. It, and the Rangers are fighting Button Kid and his Cyclops monster again. Ko shows up and kicks the Pink Ranger in her head. So he's sort of brainwashed, confused at this point, and it's an all-out fight. And then his mom cries his name, and Button Kid taunts them, and then the Rangers get in their Megazord, and then Ko gets in his Tiger Zord, and they're fighting each other. And then the Cyclops grows big, and it's a three-way battle. And then Serpentera roars and makes people start jumping off of buildings because last episode he brainwashed people to going up on the top of buildings. So people are jumping to their death. But thankfully Master Kaku is there to use his chi powers to throw them back up onto the top of buildings. It's very strange. As you do. Like he did, like giant dragon robot making people commit suicide and chi master is using tai chi to save them? Sure. I mean, gotta save them with something. And, and then Serpentera gets annoyed at this and just goes off and attacks the, the Gorma's upside-down pyramid floating in the sky again, using stock footage the first time he did that. Sure, why? I guess he's, he's angry he couldn't kill people. You're not going to record that whole thing again when you got oh, perfectly then, good stock footage. Um... Ko's mom is chasing after Button Kid because Button Kid's going away while all the fighting's going. I was like, whatever shit, I don't care. And the mom confesses a thing that seemed obvious a few episodes ago with a twist. Ko, Ko is your twin brother, Button Kid. It's like, yes, of course she's the mom of him too, but that they're twins is like, wait a minute, like, Button Kid is like, Half a head shorter than than Ko. They're well. They're not identical twins. That's for sure. And the mom's sorry for leaving him behind with the Gorma. But the Gorma have a tradition of if you have twins, you have to kill the younger one. Sure, whatever. So she ran away with the one son, so they would both be alive. And she's confused. And Button Kid's like, "The fuck am I doing?" He runs away confused. But then he bumps into his father, and his dad's like, why didn't you... Button Kid's like, why didn't you tell me, Dad? It's like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) My wife left me. She took a kid. I still got one. He's a piece of shit. And then he throws a Kamehameha at his own son, knocking him off a cliff. Yeah, that's rough. Some rough family dynamics. Shaddam is a really bad dad. (laughs) But then... Uh, the mom runs back and, and I guess the giant robot fight is over Ko oh yeah the, the, the red ranger jumped into the tiger's order and punched Ko in the head and he turned back in from a ranger to a child and then the mom takes Ko into the cave he'd been napping in to perform the ritual with the, with the tiger dragon sword so he wouldn't turn into a gorma on his 10th birthday but wait shouldn't that be the same thing for your other twin son? Couldn't you do it with him too? But he's already a Gorma. How is he a Gorma? And Ko's not, but you have to do this on the 10th. But, ah! Anyway, rocks fall. The mom dies after she finishes performing the ceremony to get the so Gorma blood out of Ko. die in these shows. Yes. What the hell? But she, she's been in like this is five or six episodes now. Everyone is orphans. But yeah, but most of the time it's orphans in a flashback. It's like, oh, my mom died in a flashback or whatever. But no, she's been here through the whole thing. Her her purpose has been served. She has performed a chi bar mitzvah for her child, so he's not going to be evil. Rocks fall. She dies. <laughs> she, takes, 
Wow. And then she's she like, no, Co, you must leave and, I don't know, help the Rangers or some shit because I'm dead already. Or then, well, it's kind of an earthquake and rocks are continuing to fall. Co takes the sword and runs away to do his ranger shit. Never be a parent in a tokusatsu show. Or yes, possibly grandparent. The- Grandparents are also very much at risk. Then Button Kid, who's been hit by a fireball by his piece of shit father finds the cave where his mother is dying also gets hit by rocks is he Zuko is he getting hit by fireballs by his father because he's Zuko (laughs) I mean maybe they took that idea from this to Zuko but he's hitting the gut and not scarred but he's reaching out his hand to finally touch his own mother after 10 years of being away from her and then they both die oh man this is great and unless I missed something in here, Ko does not know that Button Kid was his brother. He never mm-hmm. finds that information. Button Kid knows. Mom knows. Shadam, who's an asshole, who probably ain't gonna tell anybody, knows. But Ko does not know. He, he knows he lost his mother. He does not know he just also lost a brother. Ooh. Anyway, the, the, the rangers all combine their zords, get on the giant turtle fly up into the sky, and land on the slight flops monster, and it is defeated. It explodes. Serpentera is tired of this shit and flies off to the moon. The people he brainwashed wake up on the top of buildings or on the ground, conveniently landed there by Master Kaku's chi power. It's like, wow, this is a fucked up day. Or more than a couple days. Actually, I think it's been two days with all this. So the day is saved. Co cries about his mom. Doesn't know he has a brother. Uh, it. Oh, and, and then we get a reveal of the Gorma's chief of staff, Master Kaku, because somehow he promised something to the bad guys that something or other will stop fighting. You'll stop attacking Earth, and I'll rejoin you because I was originally a bad guy. Sure, whatever. And then there's a few minutes left of the episode where Pink and Co. are having a nice Christmas because it's snowing outside and it's Christmas Day. It's his birthday. Oh. <laughs> or Christmas Eve was his birthday. Whatever. Anyway, it's Christmas. Yay, we're happy now. A Christmas. This is a Christmas episode where Yay. a mom and a brother die. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Sounds like what I've I've heard. It can be like it be this like is, sometimes. There are more Christmassy Sentai Christmas episodes that are better, but this is an inten- entertainingly weird Christmas episode. Nice. Ah, uh, and the people die. Well, and people dying thing is actually more of a common rider Christmas episode thing. Like Sentai, they tend to be happier Christmas episodes. With Common Rider, it's like, oh, some a secondary character might fucking die. It's happened multiple times. Ah, anyway, All the right. end. All right, so that is it for us for this week. We'll be back next week with more Rescue Bots. Uh, until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to our monthly specials, where we talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, July, if I am not losing all track of time, uh, was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. uh, where we celebrated Gay Wrath Month with Wanda, <laughs> <laughs> and our our good buddy, not Doctor Mordred though, just Doctor Strange. Uh, we haven't come up with anything for August yet, have we? We were talking about maybe G.I. Joe the movie. And that's a possibility, although I will also note oh, that yeah. uh, that She-Hulk show is coming out. Oh, and, that's great. And uh, that uh, 90s Hulk cartoon is on uh, oh, no. Disney+, Plus, and the episode that introduces She-Hulk is wildly inappropriate. Oh, yeah. that sounds great. Okay, I guess I we do have a choice like, then. I do like wildly inappropriate things. <laughs> Unless we could do a tie-in to Sandman coming out by reviewing an episode with Sandman in it? In a 
Spider-Man, but I guess <laughs> it, it makes more sense to do She-Hulk, because I'm definitely watching She-Hulk. <laughs> I may just have to... Uh, Watch some, uh, watch some G.I. Joe the movie on my own to celebrate the success of the, the Hiss Tank. We, we will probably do that sometime as an episode. Crashing through the sky. Or at least do the first five minutes and just say, that's fucking awesome over and over. <laughs> I still have, I, we still have to, I have to make, like, it's my goal in life to make other people watch There's No Place Like Springfield, though. <laughs> And also, if we don't do the rest of the movie, I don't get to talk about Big Lob. Hmm. <laughs> that is true. And Cobra, la 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 What's that man? <laughs> I mean, I don't think we could do that entire movie without re-watching the movie like we did with Transformers the movie for two Patreon episodes. Oh, yeah, Absolutely no, I, not. I've seen it, like, twice. Yeah, oh, oh, I've seen it Okay, maybe only six, but more than twice. I have not seen it for decades, so... Okay, admittedly, I don't own multiple copies of G.I. Joe the movie. I don't think I own any copies. Uh, I, got, I should like, buy it. At least three Transformers the movies on multiple media formats. You know, as a brief aside, I would just like to point out how much more interested in something I become... When it's something I'm sort of vaguely inclined to be interested in, but when you have, like, a really good PR team like they have with Emily and Lenny right now, I care so much more about G.I. Joe now that they have, like, a really welcoming bunch of people working on the brand at Hasbro. So, they're the best. All right, so join us next week when there are too many Cades. Until then. Too many Cades. Until then, I'm Rob. So that's like one Cade, right? I'm Jen. (laughs) Too many Cades, too many Cades. I'm David. I hate that too many cooks video. What? It's genius, but it's too fucking long. <laughs> I got a tortie I mean, on my laptop, just grooming herself. Even for the gag, it's it's too long. Penny, why why are you doing this to me, Penny? Like five minutes is too long, and it's like is it like ten minutes long?